0: 2 Jack Bros. Two Jack Bros. Welcome back to 2 Jack Bros. And if it's your first time, thank you for giving us a shot and welcome to you as well. I am Sydney. I am sitting next to Ansley. Hello. And today our guest is none other than V. Robbie Goodwin. Oh, I didn't, I'm important enough to get a B in front of my name. <laughs> you are? I was just A, A Robbie Goodwin. No, you don't want
1: to be A Robbie Goodwin. I know, I'm I'm in the big leagues now, I'm the yeah. Robbie Goodwin. Because yes. there, there's a surfer, for the longest time I Google, this is like 13-year-old surfer named Robbie Goodwin who every time I Google my name is fucking kid. <laughs> it was always like number, it was always like, I, I hate this kid. He, was, <laughs> he came he, after you. He came after me, yeah, exactly. And he was like, Dylan Good, and everyone's like, oh, he's so good at surfing. Well Fuck you,
0: man. Now, what, did you refer to him in your mind as the or a Robbie Goodwin? I, I was like, this
1: guy might be the Robbie Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> it <Kiss> me off. <laughs> <laughs> now, look at me now. I'm the Robbie Goodwin. Hell yeah. You're moving on up, article yeah. wise. Fuck you, surfer. <laughs> <laughs> now you're 20 or a has been. <laughs> yeah. A
2: shark probably ate one of his arms. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope so. Goodwin, if you're, to this, you're a Robbie Goodwin to me now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah,
0: I'm the Robbie Goodwin now. I am the captain now. <laughs> now, before we get started, of course, we're going to ask you guys to do all of the things you do to show love to a podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, and especially the ratings and reviews on iTunes really help to grow the show. We're trying to grow the show. Help us grow the show, mm-hmm. right? Also, check out our Patreon, $1. gets you all of our exclusive content calendars of this podcast and some other stuff we'll tell you about later and also check out Robbie Goodwin's podcast with Mike Figgs called the Young Guns. Young Guns. And young, guns.
1: young Guns.
0: You're also doing some stand-up in October you want people to do. Yeah
1: yeah so I'm co-headlining me and Figgs at the Auto Bar in Baltimore. Actually yeah so Philly people coming out. LaMare Lee is also on the show. Nice. Uh, as is Joe Gorman and Nick Oldershaw and one who else I think that's a It'll be a good time. It'll
0: be a really good time. The Autobots yeah. a whole cool, historic fun venue. And, That's uh, a, that cast is Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The incel Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, Robbie, do you know what we do on this podcast? Uh, vaguely, a little
1: bit.
0: Okay. So basically the bottom line is we're trying to prove that you can have a dark sense of humor and still reach enlightenment slash a higher consciousness. So what we do is we take our guest who is you today, V Robbie Goodwin. Through the process of enlightenment, so that our viewers can laugh their way to a higher consciousness without having to do all the hard work you're going to be doing today. Okay,
1: great. Fine by you? oh sounds good to me. Although I'm a little scared. I don't think I've ever been enlightened. No. I I live in the darkness
0: like Batman. Okay. I'm I'm vengeance. Well, stick around for the Patreon because we do that too. And also do the darkness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So everybody gets the same questions. All right. Right? Okay. And, Anthony, let's take it away.
2: So, Robbie, what situation or event did you learn the most information from?
0: Ooh, that's a good
1: question. Oh, God. Here's my, here's my problem. I'm so bad about thinking about anything about my life. or Remember anything? So it's going to be a lot of you going, um, <laughs> ooh, great question. Uh,
2: You'd just be like, well, that one time when I was surfing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. I think I might know more about him than me.
1: actually taught me a ton like you know not not the classes they were kind of bullshit yeah but I realized that like I didn't really know how to like socialize at all really until college I didn't have, I didn't have like a ton of friends growing up in high school and like college like being away from my because we, we moved around a lot in high school mm-hmm. so just kind of being personal in place with like young adults I mean like my freshman year like that first few weeks was felt very very transformative to me for lack of like a better like, I, I really think I was a very different person going in and coming out of college, and even that just my first year there, like, for sure.
0: So how how were you trying to socialize before that first year, and then what did you learn about socializing in that first year? Um, I honestly,
1: I was, I'm still not great at it, but like kind of just like the basics of talking to people, like you know, very common sense things like ask them about themselves don't talk about family guy for 40 minutes <laughs> uh, like i kind of like it was a lot of like on the job training a little bit like high school kids aren't it's i mean it's just kind of like a fucked up way to I, I i didn't really i don't feel like i learned that much i kind of like in high school i think the way that i talked to people like i was i was definitely a guy who was like friendly with everybody but not close with a lot, with not to a lot of people mm-hmm. So, but I think the way I got there, even there, like I kind of like, it was almost like a, all defense mechanisms just trying to be funny at them all the time and stuff yeah. and trying to be like, oh, waka waka, all that stuff. And in college, I kind of like learned how to like, talk to people waka, and like- Waka waka? Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> waka, how, how, how are you walking? <laughs> I'm walking in. And right. <laughs> Folks, enlightenment. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I just don't think that I like knew like I I, I think um, kind of being ob like I, I think because I I like a first tr- like I I think in high school I, yeah I was it was all defense mechanisms I was also very fat in high school and college is where I kind of also lost a lot of weight and so I, uh, that that helped. So that weirdly does help because you get your confidence up a little bit not that it's uh, at yeah. its highest now but still well, you're,
0: you're you're a tall guy
1: yeah I was almost 300 pounds in high school like I, that it was it was bad. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, so then I, you know, I I lost, uh, I lost some weight and I think that, that helped too, for sure. So I learned, I mean, I just learned a lot just being out and I love my parents, but just being out of the like home of my parents, I think helped me like grow in a lot of positive ways.
2: Why did you guys move around when you were in high school?
1: Um, honestly, my mom would just get bored. Yeah. (laughs) I like want to move around a lot to be like, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, first we lived in the city of San Francisco. My parents got divorced. We lived in the city of like in the city for a while, like in just like an apartment, and then like we moved to the suburbs down down there, and then and then we stayed there for a, for a long time, but then we moved back and forth a couple times, but I like.
2: But it was new schools every time for you.
1: Uh, it was new, and like from so yeah until high school, I think I was in like four or five different schools. And then high school, like, she wanted to switch schools because she moved again. But I was like, no, no, I'm, st- I'm going to stay at the school because my dad still lived in the same district. So I, uh. I was able to still stay there. But, yeah, it, it, we, I almost switched schools again and I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I already, like, I, I put down some sort of... Because high school is when I, I, I was, like, first starting to get friends and start feeling I Because actually, like, kind of being a, a real person. But, like, so I was like, I don't want to move again. Like, yeah. I, I can't start over again, you know. Yeah. So.
2: And did you go away to school? Like, did you go... No, or is it? I
0: went to. Does he have boarding school boarding energy school. to you? Is that what you're asking? No, no,
2: no. I meant like, like, college. Like, you grew up in San Francisco. Like, did you go to college like far away from oh, parents? Oh yeah, I went to college in Boston. Oh, okay.
0: We no, both took that the same way. Yeah.
2: Oh. Like, <laughs> some no. sort of drug addict. No. I am less
1: than zero. <laughs> did I do coke before this? Yes, yeah, so but that's still rude. <laughs> <up. laughs> uh, no. That, um, from a certain
0: era of people, that is a rude question to ask somebody if they went to a boarding high school. No, yeah, my yeah. sister
1: did go to boarding school, but it was only. It was yeah. yeah, yeah. She that, yeah <laughs> but it was I was it was only for, but that was just because she was, like wanted to. I think also you know she wanted to like live on her own. I guess. Yeah. It wasn't like cause of a bad behavior or whatever, but yeah. But I yeah I was in like um, yeah I was just I mean I was just yeah I was I was just in the same. High school, and then so then I went to Emerson, which is in Boston. It's like an entertainment school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was so I learned a lot. It was fun, although I wish I got like a degree that was like more useful. You know, I was like I want to do comedy, and you know? I was, like so I majored in film, and so and it was great. I just love film. I'm still a huge movie person. Like I know, but, and so it was. It was, it was definitely great. It was, it was a good time, but I think you're just so much more idealistic and like I. You know what? I'm going to study what I want. I read some Ebert quote that was like, kids in college should study whatever they want. I'm like, you're right, Roger Ebert. And then it's like, oh shit, all right. Well, this is tough to actually get a job in. I don't really care if you have a degree or not. It's one of the only fields where it's really not necessary to have a degree.
0: So how would you rate that advice from Roger Ebert now? Roger, if you're listening, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs)
1: No, I mean, it was, like, I see the benefits, but it's not practical advice. It's definitely, like, very lofty. And I think when you're younger, you just don't understand. I don't, I think you just don't understand. I mean, it's good to get, I think, like, it's good to be able to at least, I think I just wasn't really thinking about jobs. I was just, like, college just seems really fun, and I want to, like, study this because I'm passionate about it. Yeah. But then it's, like, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a Republican here, but because I did have a really good time in college, and it was nice to study what I wanted to study, but it's also, like, like, like is that, like, Like, if there is room for a little practical advice, I think I could have, like, you know, maybe not talked out of it, but someone could have maybe, like, given me a strong argument for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm (laughs) saying. We give liberal art school two thumbs down. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if I could have talked to fucking Cisco. I don't even know. Why I, reg- I didn't. I mean, I don't even really regret. It. I got some great internships out of it. I got some good network again, and you know, I, 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 I now have jobs. I have had jobs in the industry and stuff from it, but it's just still like, my sister is like crushing it. Like she's doing very well, and it's like, but I don't know if I could do those kinds of jobs. I think you know, I'm very, you know, I'm very creative-brained. I think I'm like, I don't think I could do like sales or whatever, you know, or, or that kind of thing. Yeah, my mom's great at sales. i just, I'm just not that kind of guy.
0: Okay, so how, if you had to distill the information that you got from that experience into, like, a few sentences, how would you put it? Uh,
1: for, uh, I, okay. I, I, I learned how to socialize. Uh, I learned how to be, like, a more complete person. And I, like, learned um, how to, like, form,
0: like, lasting relationships, I would say, in college. Good information to learn. Mm-hmm. It's good, good information. Point. Yeah. Now, I only have to approach this because I don't want you to be concerned for the rest of the episode, but were you worrying about sounding like a Republican because we're an interracial couple? <laughs> <laughs> Sydney the minute I walked in. <laughs> <laughs> we're not because it's not this isn't a woke I mean, she's. Woke, no, woke. no, no, I'm, I'm just kidding.
1: Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a liberal person. That's the only reason I said that. Yeah. I was like, uh, should I be saying this? Because I like, I do kind of believe that you should learn whatever you want to learn in college. So know, like,
0: I am sandwiched between two liberals. Look at you. This is Ugh. fucking gross. Uh, 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 I love black conservatives. So yeah. Love best. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: yeah. yeah. Is that your Trump sign outside? Yeah. <laughs> there's, this flag out, guys,
1: there's a flag out there that says, it's funny like it's just say trump it's like i've only said it says trump won you know it and i know it it's like, i don't think i know
0: that why do you assume that i think that deep down i don't even think that deep down i'm gonna take a picture of you next to that sign. <laughs> all right so now we're going to open up these chakras from the bottom chakra up and that that's basically how we do our path to enlightenment robbie our first chakra that we open is located in the butthole. Are you comfortable with that? Mm, yeah, sure. Tim buttholery. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Shout out to Tim butthole. I'm warming up for daddy like, Yeah. Once I hit nice. him with that,
1: they're gonna be like, "Oh, Robbie, you're like the your best guest we've ever had." <laughs> yeah. Tim buttholery. Never thought about that. <laughs> All right, Anze, let's do it. All
2: right, Robbie. How did you learn to overcome fear?
1: I'm still. I don't know. That's a good question. I still don't really know because I'm very. I'm overall run very anxious. I would say the one. Yeah, I would say the one thing that I kind of like tell myself is, you just have to like do things you're afraid of. I think that's like really the only way you can truly overcome a fear is you just kind of like kind huh? because stand up. I'll say this. Stand up. I was like. I was so nervous to stand up for years and years and you and then you're you're still I'm still nervous before I go up on stage. You just kinda like kinda have to like eat shit and bomb and fail. Mm-hmm. So you gotta do it and fail. That's like really the only way you can like be not afraid of it, you know? And that fucking surfer can tell you that all day. <laughs> <laughs> he's scared of you got fought he's been eaten by waves. Yeah.
0: How hilarious would it be if his claim to fame is that he's never wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't afraid and I've always won. You know what? He might be a better fit for the show. <laughs> I, I'm a fucking pussy. I haven't done shit. I, I fucking listen to all my fears. Oh, that guy's fucking big Kahuna out of there. Probably,
1: probably pinning the jaws of a shark. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. If I've never been wet though, <laughs> never fallen off.
0: <laughs> yeah. So can you can you uh, remember a time in your life, and it doesn't have to necessarily be in your adult life? But can you remember a time in your life when you were the most scared?
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Get scared of heights very easily. I would say though, honestly, the the most thing I was most scared of. When I was... I'm sorry, I'm just laughing. Like you say, I am afraid of heights, and the other Robbie Goodmans. You can't surf these waves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other Robbie Goodwin's a fucking fucking killer.
1: <laughs> I would say the stuff that really terrified me, and honestly, I'm still not great with it. But it's like it's a thing of like you just gotta keep kind of eating shit. When I was like in high school, I, I was just terrified to like ask a woman out, like ever i was so scared of talking to girls i was just like they don't like me i suck i stink all this stuff like or i just wouldn't i wouldn't know what happened i wouldn't be able to handle rejection maybe i should have 300 pounds so maybe, was, <laughs> maybe it was a helpful fear but it just kind of still instilled in me like and even in college it was like you know even like a few years ago there was a girl that i was like had a crush on and really wanted to ask i, I ended up doing it we did go out on a few dates but it was like I almost have like a near panic attack, like in between sending the message and getting back, sure. <laughs> like, back the message, sure. Because it's just like, I don't know, that stuff still, asking out women still kind of, that's definitely something that like I yeah, I kind of got in my way a lot with dating, especially when I was younger.
0: Can you remember the first time you ever asked a girl? And, this is, and secondly, was the first time you asked a girl out over like some sort of text messaging?
1: I think so, yeah. I think the first time it was actually I think my freshman year of college cuz I was like I, I was just like oh, I just got to go for it or you know cuz I was like everyone was fucking around me. Yeah. Yeah, do it. <laughs> oh, no, I got mustard, and was a typo. <laughs> do you want to Do you want to go to a drive through with me? <laughs>
0: first date no no I forgot what my
1: first date was well it was just because here's the thing when when I was in college it just speaks all to how much your environment can affect you too when I was in college everyone was fucking around me and I was and I was like how do I get to the place where I fuck because I can't be <laughs> the guy not fucking so I made an effort to lose weight and I was I also started like asking girls out more and um, I definitely still got rejected a lot especially like at first but yeah I think you know it was just like, I think the first one, I think it was just like something silly, like a coffee shop or, you know, something like that. And it went, it went okay. But then I was like, kind of like scared. Oh no, wait, this is a, this is a terrible story. <laughs> yes. This, this is a terrible story that I actually blacked out in my brain. Oh, no offense what, to a <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, um, Yeah. Oh man. So it was like the hottest girl on our floor. For some reason I got, I'm her All or Nothing, I was going to ask her out, and uh, so my dad got me two U2 tickets for my birthday, the band U2, because so I, was, I, was really, I was really into u U2 and I was in college for some reason, and uh, I was still, by the way, at this time I was still about 280 pounds, it was like my first semester freshman year, I don't think I'd ever really asked out a girl before, and I was just like, hey, do you want to go out to this U2 show with me, and she was like, nice, and she said yes. The show was, like, an hour outside the city. It was, like, where the Patriots play. So it was, like, uh, like 45 minutes outside the city. And it was just, like, such a terrible date. It was, like, the worst. Because it's, like, there was nothing casual about it. It was, like, it was before Ubers, and there's, like, no taxis in Boston. So we had, like, figure out. then there was also no trains. I don't even remember how we got there. But it was, like, I think we hitchhiked. I think I had a <laughs> <sucker>. uh, <laughs> But it was, like, just, like, a long, awkward ride there like it took forever like like dates for especially first dates should be about should be like brevity it's like you should meet in a bar yeah. and get a soda or something or yeah. go watch a movie so you don't have to talk oh, like. yeah that's a good one too or just like i think that it should be just like all right meet see if there's anything back yeah and so then the second date should be a little bit longer or whatever this is the worst date like i mean nothing happened afterwards of course so it was just a long awkward ride there we get there it was like it was like so not intimate it was just like this an arena we were way high up so we could barely see anything. They weren't even—I I, don't even think she liked you too that much. And, uh, <laughs> and even me as a fan I was like, "This show is not great." <laughs> it's yeah. it like one of their worst tours ever. And then it was like just, just a nightmare getting home again. Hmm. And It took forever, and I was like, "I guess I'll see you later." And uh, <laughs> nothing happened, of course. But it was like so presum—first of all, it was presumptuous for me to ask out like one of the hottest chicks on our floor, and like already you know. and then like, and then like. It was just every single thing I, I learned since then. I mean, it's a good learning experience, but it was like, damn, that was like one of those where just everything wrong went wrong or just like, you know, just nothing, nothing was good. I tried to like be cool and I brought like a joint in and she's like, oh, okay, finally the first cool thing. And then so I was like, hey, put that out. And I was like, okay, mister. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so before we move on, I just have this quick question. Now, when you were... In college, and everybody around you started fucking. Yeah. Was there, like, a virgin that broke the camel's back where you were like, if he's fucking, I've got it. Bro. Absolutely. My whole floor, <laughs> nobody fucked before. I was like, well, uh, well these fucking incels. Fucking was my problem,
1: you know? Yeah. No, yeah, there's, there's a lot of kids who have never had sex before suddenly having sex. And I was like, I don't know how this happened. i like, oh, I feel I feel left out here. Even, like, you know, there's definitely kids who um, that were, you know, more smooth and, like, you yeah. know, fucking in high school and stuff, but there's a lot of I mean Emerson's a very nerdy, nerdy school. Yeah. So there's a lot of nerds who like never really knew what was what was up, and then they like and yeah, they all started getting girlfriends and hooking up and stuff, and I was like, oh shit, oh, I, something, <laughs> something I don't got
0: something something's wrong here. I'll I'll consider that a fear chakra unlocked that was a lot of good fear stuff. Yes. Yeah. Call me Joe Rogan. I'm oh. a fear factor.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cranky.
2: Alright, Robbie, this uh, next chakra I apologize
0: for is this all real the chakra stuff
1: uh
0: yeah yeah so basically so we're asking what is a chakra i didn't mean it It sounds silly
2: so they're energy energy centers throughout your body and they relate to emotions and organs and your health and well-being and so if you have your they're open it allows your energy to flow better and um sumptuously better health and mental well-being that's great are you
0: guys like very like into like wellness and spirituality and stuff like that? Wouldn't say very. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're Bro-y. We're, yeah. we're into it, but like we're also like if we had to categorize ourselves, I think jocks would be the way to go. Yeah, yeah, like intellectual jocks. Wellness bro- like if somebody yeah.
2: came like a like a hippie came in, they'd be like they don't know what they're talking oh, about. Really? But yeah, yeah. you know, so you guys are like the
0: you guys are the hippies of the frat.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like the most- yeah. <laughs> Like, when we're,
0: when we're on the sports field, they're like, man, they know so much about chakras. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah that's right. Yeah. So it depends on where we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all
2: right. All right, so this chakra is in your pelvis, mm-hmm. and this is a section we like to call my bad. Okay. So it's a chance for you to apologize to a person, place, or thing in order to set your, your karma back to neutral.
1: Okay. Donald Trump, I apologize for not helping <laughs> <laughs> stop the deal. I was busy on the 6th. <laughs> I had a date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me try. All right, let me think. Who can I apologize to? Um,
0: hmm, I've never done anything wrong in my life. And we try to keep it broad, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a person. Yeah, um, yeah I would say... Uh, All right, sorry about that, guys. A little technical difficulty. Yeah. And uh, Ansley, are you good? Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Ask that question one more time. All
2: right, Robbie, this is a segment called My Bad. It's your chance to apologize to a person, place their thing in order to set your karma back to neutral.
1: Ooh, a thing. Uh,
2: (laughs) 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 You abusing a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to cocaine.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I've, I've kind of like already apologized to her and like thought about this a lot, but like my mom and I got, I got in a lot of fights with her when I first got out of college, I think. Cause you know, we had a very rocky relationship in high school and like in, and then in college again. And I think when I just get out, I, she was like, cause she had like, uh, divorced my stepdad right before that. And like, so I had a lot of anger towards her and I think I like lashed out at her a bunch and, um, and I just, am like, now I'm like. Uh, I have just like, first of all, I think just because I'm not under her wing or live together or anything like that. And she's been like very helpful towards me and very supportive of me as she's gotten older and, you know, chilled out a little bit, honestly. But I think because of that, I think I did some things and acted like kind of a a spoiled brat, you know, and I was like, I think because I had like a, oh, I'm on my own. I'm in college. I'm my own person. But you'd think that, but I think that fuck you mom kind of attitude is very like juvenile. It's very like Van Margera high school stuff uh, or even middle school. So I'm just like – and now I think as I'm getting older and almost reaching my parents' age, I'm like, okay, this is nuts. Everyone is, like, so human. Like, you're like, – because I can't imagine having kids right now because I'm just like – I feel like I'm just still, like, kind of clueless about a lot of things. And I think you just – you see your parents as more human as you get older because you realize, like, when you're younger, you just see them as an authority who have all the answers and kind of you almost hold them up to a lot of times to a standard that it's, like, a lot of times almost impossible for them to, like, truly reach out. So – yeah, that's like, you know, and not to say that we still have like the per- most perfect relationship, but it's definitely much, much better. And like, you know, uh, but I think, yeah, if I, was, I think that's something that I do regret it was just like being, you know, kind of mean to her when I was like,
0: what was the uh, brattiest thing that you can remember doing or saying?
1: I just remember getting into long fights with her and like screaming at her and like just being like, or not scream. I mean, just like, you know, just like,
0: <laughs> what were you telling her? She didn't understand.
1: Uh, you know, she'd say things like, I wish that surfer was my kid. And like, <laughs> like, I don't know how to surf mom. Fuck you. I don't really remember what I said. I think I just, all I remember was, I was just blowing up at each other a lot. And I was just like, kind of acting like I was acting like I hated her. I was like. I don't know. Just basically acting like I didn't want to, like her to be my mom anymore and stuff. Did stuff. you
0: storm out? Did you slam? Doors? I gave some
1: slams. I gave some storms. <sighs> yeah, that's like uh, that's me. I get hot. I can get like yeah. I can get yeah, like, yeah. I mean that's like definitely a thing. Like I definitely gotten like I can get if if I get like steamed. Most of the time, I think I am pretty nice and affable and like a regular guy. But if it, if I get if I get worked up. I can get, I can like fly off the handle a little bit. So, you know, do you
2: break things? Do you punch walls? No, no, nothing no. like that. I usually just, just storm out. I
1: usually <laughs> just yell something and, and storm out. <laughs> I did that to my sister actually last, uh, last March. I just was like, you know, I was just like, Hey, just fuck you. And I like left what, some bar. We were drunk. <laughs> I just left some <laughs> bar. We were at.
0: Now I have to ask this question because this kind of, this is kind of important. Yeah. Me. Now when you were saying something and then storming out, when you said the thing, were you looking in their direction? Or were you saying the thing as you were storming out?
1: Oh, I look in their direction, then storm out. I, I look in the last direction, words. say something yeah. mad. Yo, I got yeah. it. I'm a last word guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta end on a laugh. I gotta <laughs> end strong, you know.
0: Dude, that's a calculated move because a lot of people they they say the thing as they're storming out, and then the person they're saying it to barely hears them if at all. No, yeah. I
1: mean when I'm steamed like that, because I'm not a I'm not a I'm not like a physical guy. I'm not like an aggressive guy really. But so, the, so if I'm like trying to like get at someone or like, exa- it's like I use my words and I like try to like hurt their feelings or something, which is not a great, it's not a good, that's why I'm apologizing. Here. It's not just not like a good, <laughs> yeah. it's not a good, uh, but I'm like, and I'm usually pretty good at it. I do. I can hurt someone's feelings pretty bad if I want to, but you know, but that's only when I'm like super steamed at them or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, and I never feels good a day or two after, in the moment, it feels amazing. Yeah. Like, I feel like I really got to them. I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I've always been more of a physical guy. I punched my mom. Really? No. <laughs> God, no. I was about to say. She yes. would have loved it, though. Yeah. She challenged she me to fight. She would have punched you right back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she constantly would challenge me to fight. So if we were ever in, an, like, in a disagreement, Hell yeah. she would call me a pussy and say, let's take it outside. Really? Yeah. Damn, your mom sounds see, badass. I could
2: see her chest bumping
0: you. She's chest bumped me. I'm sure she has. She once chest pumped me over a, a court show. Whoa, really? Why? <laughs> yeah, because like the person that lost, my mom cheered that the person lost. And I was like, you really wanted to see that person lose? And she was like, no, I didn't. And I was like, yes, you did. And then like, <laughs> she made it into me saying that she was an evil person. And I was just trying to say, no, but you objectively rooted for her. That's funny, yeah. And uh, she threatened, she wanted to fight me in the hallway. <laughs> she wouldn't let me leave. <laughs> she wouldn't let me leave unless I fought her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Uh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is
0: another thing she would say. She would be like, How about we go outside and have a fair one? <laughs> a fair
1: <laughs> one? With Tommy Pope and Shane Gillis? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She's so, a, shout out to, out to moms. Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms. That's a good apology. That's yeah. A good that's one. a good apology. Um, I hope she sees this, your mom.
1: She won't, and I really hope she doesn't, actually, but (laughs) I'll give her the clips notes. Yeah, she
0: would be like, I wonder who that other Robbie Goodwin is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He sounds He sounds like he's nice to his mom. All right, uh, so that's the pelvis chakra unlocked. Ansley, take it away.
2: So, Robbie, this is your gut chakra. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: How do you overcome disappointment?
0: Oh, uh,
1: I kind of, you know, I'm actually sensitive, so I can take disappointment pretty hard, but I think... I actually was, I just did South by Southwest and I, and it was like, you know, that's like one of the biggest shows I can, I could do and it went pretty not great, which is disappointing. So, but I think I just kind of like think to myself, like the only, I mean, like, I'm not going to like try and brush it off or anything, but I just have to think to myself, like there'll be more opportunities. There'll be other times that you can do better. You know, as long as you didn't burn a bridge or like get fired or something, like usually you can learn from it, and something better will come a- come around soon, right? Okay, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Because I'll fuck history, up, a, right, guys? You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, because you know, you'll fuck up at work or something, and and you'll be really disappointed in yourself and other people be disappointed disappoint you, and it's like, all right, well, what, 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 how, what, is there any positive from this? And it's like, oh, well, then then you're just becoming, you're gonna be better next. You you know, you are you learned, and you'll be better unless you're like a, t- a total like. uh there's a lot of people that are definitely resistant to change, I think, and mm-hmm. I'm just not one of those kinds of guys, I, I guess. So I'm always like kind of trying to learn how to improve and be better and stuff. So that's something I like to take away from disappointment for sure.
0: Okay. So I always like to ask this question. If you did in high school, middle school, if you did sports or theater or any sort of extracurricular activity, do you remember a disappointment associated with anything in that Absolutely.
1: I I was so bad at sports and my dad wanted me to be great at sports. My dad's a great athlete. He uh he was like a he was like an, an a, almost an amateur golfer basically. Like he was really oh, yeah. really good at golf and he was like really he's really into basketball. He loves football. You know, like the Golden State Warriors are like his church basically. Like it's like instead what? of instead of like Jesus, we have like yeah. Steph Curry stuff all around the house. <laughs> 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 so He's like so I think you Just that, said Jesus
0: twice as far as I'm
1: concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had Jesus and also that other guy from the cross. Uh, <laughs> um
0: Well, what is what does almost an amateur golfer mean? Cuz to oh, me it's I like, think he might I think
1: he could have gone amateur but he decided to like hang it up. So he could
0: have been or gone not gone, paid for whatever. it whatever.
1: I forget if he's amateur yeah. or not. He's he was in the paper a few times or whatever. Sick. Yeah, That's so, so sick. Yeah, so he so he's like so I think the fact that I never He was like, "All right, well, I think he had like a thing of like, all right, well, I, I didn't, I think, you know, I hope my son will be even better, you know, then yeah. and I'm like, no, dad, I'm much worse. So that was like, that was actually very disappointing that I wasn't more athletic, but. What sports did he throw you into? Uh, we tried everything. I tried to be good at a lot. Of, we tried <laughs> golf, swimming, flag like football, basketball, uh, running. Like I literally tried, like, every, <laughs> I tried everything and I was good at none of that. I, I was so bad. My sister was really good at soccer. Uh, but then I found theater and I was like I loved it and I was great I was like oh I didn't know I liked extracurricular activities so you know so
0: did you have any disappointments associated with theater that when you were
1: um not not really, because I was I was I was like a standout. Like I was I was like oh shit, suddenly I'm like good at something. I mean, especially for high school standards, you know, you're like oh that guy is like competent on stage. So
2: did you sing, act and sing, or was oh
1: that's great? a disappointment. I can't sing for shit, so I got my songs
0: cut. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you had solo songs that were cut?
1: Yeah, I was supposed to be. I was in Greece, and Roger has a song, which is which is which is a song designed for people who can't sing. <laughs> And they still cut it. They still cut the song. <laughs>
3: That's pretty
0: fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Wait, so what did you do instead? They just the song number was. They're out. like,
1: okay, we're gonna have you like do a speak song thing, and you know? I was like, I just said some weird, like a few weird lines, and that was it. Instead of the song,
0: like the song, like you spoke lyrics.
1: This, yeah, I spoke lyrics. Yeah, exactly. But they, <laughs> and they cut it down like three lines of me speaking the lyrics. <laughs> it was so corny. I mean, it was fucking high school theater. Nobody knew what they were doing. Yeah. Very poorly managed. But the one, they, they were correct to cut my songs. <laughs> I cannot sing for shit.
2: Was your dad supportive of your theater?
1: Oh yeah, he lo- he was very into it. He was, my dad's been actually very supportive of like everything I do. So I mean, this the the sports thing was I think was a big disappointment for him. But I think once he made more peace with it, and then he was like then and and now he's like still super like he loves my comedy. He That's like awesome he's even listened to a few episodes of my podcast and stuff. So he, he, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to paint him as like, you know, like, ah, my son should have been a football player. You know, I think it's just a thing of like, I, it was, it was just that weird in between where I was just not good at sports. I didn't really know what I could do. So I, I honestly, he was probably really happy that I found something that, yeah. you know,
2: yeah. Did people always, because you're tall, would people always like question you about like being into sports or doing so- like, was it kind of like a,
1: yeah, I, th- I think people thought, well, I was fat at the time, so nobody knew I was tall. <laughs> when you're like really fat, like not that I'm at my skinniest now, but when you're like really fat, no one tracks you unless you're like six four or something, you know. Yeah. Um, unless you, unless you're like, unless you're just a massive person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're six one, that's not tall enough to take away from the fat, so they're just like, oh. I also got this a lot growing up. I got a lot of, oh, I didn't realize you were tall. <laughs> I got that a lot. I still kind of get that sometimes. <laughs>
0: nice i'm like
1: thanks i guess
0: (laughs) yeah that is that is like more of an observation less of a compliment you know no it's
1: just like well i was hoping that would come across to people (laughs) like a that's a good asset to be tall people like a tall guy people love a tall guy yeah Yeah, so i think it's because i slouch a lot or something and i just don't carry myself you know uh (laughs) But yeah, I, I I used to get that. Although recently people said that I, they're like, oh, have you gotten taller or something
0: like that? And I'm like, yeah.
1: I don't know where that. I don't know how I suddenly tracked as tall. You also
0: you're, you're you're a long legged guy. Yeah. You know, like like I have a, I have a pretty long torso. Yeah. So it, like people watching it. this are probably like, what is it? They're like the same. Yeah. Like we're not even close to the same height. Oh, how tall are you? I'm like five one. No way. <laughs> You're not Brendan Crick. Yeah. (laughs) People are constantly like, I didn't know you were that short. (laughs) No, I'm 5'10". I'm 5'10". Okay, okay.
1: Well, that's close. We're pretty close. It's only a couple inches.
0: Yeah, that's easy to say when you're over six feet tall.
1: Trust me. I have to convince people a couple inches is
0: a lot. (laughs) So that's definitely a disappointment chakra unlocked. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you for sharing that. Try my best. Yeah. Now Anseline, I'm treat- not
1: good at being personal, so this is difficult. Not difficult, but I'm like, you know, I'm trying to do a good job. It's I'm trying to do well. good yeah. Yeah, I think
0: you're doing a
2: great job. So Robbie, this is your heart chakra. Mm-hmm. What have you learned from grief?
1: Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I think grief. Uh, I I just went through a tragedy like pretty recently, like I would say less than a year ago. So I'm still kind of like processing and learning from it i think um and and so i can't really say i think i think honestly the main thing i learned is like even when things seem really 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 bad uh they can get better and they you know they usually will so yeah
0: okay and we don't necessarily have to take too long with this particular question yeah it's still a
1: little raw for me so I, i apologize for not elaborating too much more
0: yeah that's fine i mean so uh with that being said that's you prefer to not share your recent grief situation
1: uh a friend of mine just like passed away like like pretty yeah and it was like it was it was kind of brutal i don't yeah, I don't really want to talk yeah. about it too much
0: yeah. well, sorry to hear that oh good, you know it's uh but thank you, thank you for sharing what you did share yeah oh, uh, know grief yeah. can be a little bit tough for people, yeah, and uh we'll consider that a grief chakra dilate it <laughs> yeah. I killed the surfer. <laughs> 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 yeah that's well now we'll call it unlocked <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah if you confess to a crime on this podcast that's a definite free <laughs> chakra unlocked yeah
1: that might be the ultimate chakra <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: all right ansley all right
2: let's we do are this. to the throat chakra what's a favorite lie that you have that you tell or you've told you get extra karmic points if it's a lie that's still in rotation mm.
0: All right, so we just got done doing Robbie's Patreon episode, and boy, was it a great time unlocking his shadow self. And remember, you can get that for only $1, which gets you all of our exclusive content, which not only includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Pros After Dark, where we enlighten the shadow self, but it also includes all the fight commentary and analysis that we do on Anselie's Jiu-Jitsu matches, as well as any stand-up stuff that we put up there as well. $1, all of our exclusive content. Robbie, did you have a good time doing a Patreon?
1: I had a fucking blast. I would buy that for a dollar.
0: <laughs> you see that? Do what Robbie does. Yeah. Buy that for a dollar. And now we're going to get back to this episode and find out what Robbie's favorite lie to tell is.
1: Oh, that, oh hmm. I tell a lot of lies. <laughs> <First> <laughs> but was that a lie? <laughs> 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 um... That's a good question. This is a funny one and I think they knew. Uh <laughs> when I was applying to Emerson, they said, "I oh, don't know, that's not really a lie. This is a joke." Um uh, this is kind of here's one that I I do repeatedly. It's not really a lie, but it's omission. I've done roast battle and sometimes I'll the host will be like, "What do you want me to say at a stand-up show?" right? And I say, "Roast battle." And they would say and they and then on the me they say, "You've seen him on Comedy Central's Roast Battle." And I was like, Hey, they said it, not me, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like I don't correct them or but that happens like semi frequently. And I still tell people I was on Roast Battle. I don't lie and say Comedy Central's Roast Battle, but I leave that up to them to that kind of thing. But it's also like introducing people with credits, are, like so meaningless. I, I feel like who care? Do audience members care if someone was on TV or not? I guess they do. But, but, but you're
0: already there yeah
1: exactly i don't you don't need to to do anything yeah exactly
0: well i mean i don't know if they necessarily care like they're not going to get up and walk out because you don't have credits right right but when there are certain credits that you can say that makes the person go
1: huh <laughs> right
0: you know yeah it's like that's that's really all it is
1: right 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 you know right 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 but yeah that's like but it's like yeah i guess so so then but then what's the difference if you just if if they're gonna go oh and then give you more of a shot than if You know, they're just like, oh, he's on bar shows.
0: Yeah, it is really, it is strange, because they'll, like, if you have credits, right? When people come up to you after the show, they'll say, hey, good show. Like, if you killed, like, this is like the standard is if you killed, so both examples. You have credits, you kill, people say, great job, where can I follow you, what other stuff do you do? You don't have credits on a show where other people have credits, and you kill, just as much as they do exactly they come up to you and be like keep at it
1: right you're gonna yeah. be, you're gonna be right. good at this one something day. will happen yeah you exactly know? yeah for sure yeah for sure yeah i mean that's like it's just one of those i don't know i guess that i to me that feels hard like that kind of thing it's like uh i I've, maybe i maybe i've just gotten to such a point where i just like don't I feel like there's not that much of a difference between a lot of comics. I know that have been on TV and those who haven't mm-hmm. like, especially in terms of skill level. Like I feel like maybe I'm saying that sour grapes cause I haven't, I haven't been on TV, but, um, but I feel like there's a lot of comics who have been on TV that I watch their act and, and it's like, whatever. And then there's comics who, you know, are, have fans have actual fans, mm-hmm. and, and, but they haven't been on TV. And they're great, so it's like, well, why does it matter who's been on Colbert? Who who Colbert said was good or whatever, you know? Yeah. And that, you know, maybe that's that, that might be bitterness talking there, but I also like, I don't know, I just don't really. Uh, I, I I feel like there, I I feel like the dynamic is shifting away because it used to be you booked people who are on tv because someone else had like been like okay he's, he's good he's good you know and then it's also like oh people probably have seen him and know who he is because he's been on the tonight show or colbert or whatever it's like now that's not the case nobody watches those things everyone just watches youtube you know yeah, or, yeah maybe they've seen it on youtube if it popped off or something but it's like way more people will watch like you know like uh, a fucking podcast or something mm-hmm. than uh, a, a tv set you know
0: Have you ever been in a situation where that was done, where somebody said Comedy Central's roast battle, and because of the circumstances of the show, you felt like you should have corrected them?
1: I've literally never corrected it, not even once.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never even considered it. Because
1: I'm like, I deserve to be on Comedy Central's roast (laughs) battle. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you.
0: That should be what credits are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do I feel like I deserve to have been on?
0: (laughs) He should have been on SNL. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That would be great if credits were like that. Yeah. 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 Like he should have been an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> S- especially if you ask his father. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you've seen him on the San Francisco 49ers. He've <laughs> up for Robbie Goodwin.
0: <laughs> All right. Now, before we move on, I just have to ask you this. If if that's the way credits worked, what were the credits your mom want you to have be?
1: You've seen him. Uh, I mean, she always says, she always used to say, why don't you ask to be on The Daily Show? <laughs> just ask. Yeah. It's just because you're not asking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Politely.
1: It's like, Mom, how many... <laughs> this is after years of me doing comedy, too, so you don't think I thought of that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, I would love to see you in an argument about your mom telling you to just ask to be on The Daily right. Show, and you're, like, freaking out and, like, storming out of the yeah. house over it.
1: <laughs> the Daily Show or a movie with Steve Martin or Eddie Murphy. Those are, those are the <laughs> credits my mom wishes I had.
0: Yeah. Uh, she sounds like a good agent yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right that's good that is a good throat chakra unlocked yes you, a great lie by omission those count as lies mm-hmm. Ansley. all
2: right we are now to the third eye chakra
0: third eye blind yes. so <laughs> yeah so
2: we're out of the physical into the metaphysical Ooh. so what is something that you thought was separate but now as you've gotten older you've learned that it's the same
1: like what? What's a what's an example of that kind of thing? Like I'm not I'm not quite sure I understand. Like, uh, like loving a relationship. I don't know. <laughs> like what? Like uh, what's a what's an example here?
0: Uh, who,
2: Somebody who? talked about friends and family. Like is it you know, okay, like when they're okay. younger, it was very different. But like as you get older, you realize like.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, throwing it back to where I was, uh, I used to think. Adults and and I feel like there, I used to feel like there's oh there's a line you uh, cross yeah. when you become an adult and then yeah. you're an adult you know everything and now I'm like oh no it's all just kind of one long experience like it's all kind of like. I mean, maybe, maybe once you have kids, I can't speak for it. Like, maybe maybe something changes or something like I that. I would have
2: never known my parents were like, oh, my God, we're fucking her up so bad. Really? Like, I yeah. assume they were saying that because we're always like, oh, God, what are we doing? Like, I hope we're doing good. You know, like, you assume that your parents are like, I know how to raise a child. You
1: exactly, know? yeah. It's a you, big experiment. Yeah, you look at them as an authority for so much of your life, and they're pretty good at convincing you
3: that, yeah. <laughs> that they are one.
0: Yeah, this is something we were just talking about recently. Like, I would make fun of my my dad and my mom for getting old
3: mm-hmm. like when oh. i was younger yeah
0: you know and i've been oh you're so old you're so old and my son did that to me recently oh really and i was like that's so mean Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that is mean. and it, wow. was just, like, it just made me want to apo- like i wouldn't i wouldn't because i still do that to my mom and yeah. dad. i still call them old but it's like man that sucked when i was doing that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know like i'm shocked that i'm becoming almost the age my my parents were when they had me or almost yeah i was just like that's nuts. I cannot imagine. Cause, and I was like, okay, so they maybe they didn't know shit? Because it's like, I don't know yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. So it's just kind of like, you know, this is a hack observation, but it's like really been like kind of weighing on me lately, actually. I'm like, oh, shit. I kind of thought there was like some sort of grand revelation that happens at some point or like, you know, it all it all builds to something or whatever. But it's just like, oh, no, you just kind of keep living and so that's that- it.
0: So I'm kind of curious because as a as as a traditional black man in America, absolutely. (laughs) When I was born, starts in the home. (laughs) 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 Like I was born pretty close to my mom's age. Yeah. Yeah. So how much older is your mom than you are? Like when did she have you?
1: (sighs) Uh, Mid 30s. I'm 30 now, but it's like, oh, that's that's approaching.
0: That's pretty much what we did.
2: Yeah, I was 30.
0: Yeah, I was 31, but that's close. Yeah, yeah. Kids, I think. that's how it should be done. Right,
1: I just feel right. so not f- sixteen. Or- I feel so far from it, and I also feel not equipped for it at all. Like I, I mean, maybe it's be- maybe it's because I'm still living a fucking comedian lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That doesn't help, and all of my friends are degenerates too. But so it's like
2: for us, it was like we were, you know, like we were talking earlier. We've been together since college, right, right. And um, but like all through our twenties, like the conversation never came up, and then all of a sudden, we were just like. Let's have a kid. Like, uh, it was just, yeah. like, and we decided it, and we did it. Like, it, it was, like, not that's that great. it was, like, a line you go over, and, like, now you know everything. It was right. just, like, we were, like, okay, we're we're going to do that. I yeah. don't know. It was, like...
1: Well, that, that speaks to the fact that you were together for so long. And that's yeah. good to hear that yeah. at, at some point. Maybe it just feels right. Because I'm, like, yeah. I don't... Is it? Like, am I ever going to want... Because I'm not... Not that I desire it, but I feel like, you know, a deadline. You know, I don't know there's, like, an internal uh, deadline in my, in my head or whatever, but not even speaking of, i guess i was always like oh i'll I'll know exactly when it'll be the right time and i'm like i think people might just have kids just whenever you know yeah. what i mean and I'm <laughs> like oh that's kind of more scary because i was waiting for that you know the perfect time which probably is never yeah happens right we, we were to- yeah.
0: we were together for 13 13- no it doesn't because even then it was like, so 13 years is how long we were together before we had kids and the conversation wasn't even like we need we're ready for kids now. No, it, it was, was like ah, I guess thought, we can stop maybe? fucking for sport now. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like I'd be interested. Are you yeah. interested?
0: Okay, we'll uh. see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Let's see if we make it. <laughs> yeah, <this> first kid. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, that's definitely uh, a, a third eye chakra unlocked. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the first time we had an answer like that. that yeah, that, or that was the answer. Yeah that's a really good answer yeah. Oh, thanks yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: i've been thinking about that a lot lately like it's really been on my mind like, yeah it's just about like ah oh, shit like <laughs> you know you're just the same per. you're just a person you're just a person your whole life it's like you know is
0: yeah. that like is that is that the wisest revelation that you've come out of thinking about that for a little while
1: i think so i think it i i honestly do think it's like a weird big truth that i kind of have learned like just just through living yeah. and But the problem is it, like, upsets me. <laughs> it, like, upsets yeah. me that that's how it is. I'm like, it kind of just makes me think life is, like, meaningless. And there's, like, no, like, actual, like, uh, the, there's no rule book. And that's almost more upsetting.
0: Have you been reverse engineering people? Like, you see a person where they are now, and you're like, fuck, you were always a douchebag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess people don't change. That's another thing I learned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, just, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, uh I think I think there is just like a thing of like, all right, I was a kid and you just then you anything yourself as a kid and the all the adults the same and then you're a young adult and then mm-hmm. it's like, OK, I'm still feel separate from the adults. And now that I'm kind of like firmly in adulthood, it's like, well, fuck, this is like this is crazy. I don't know. I don't I, I still feel like I'm like, you know, 21 in a lot of ways some, with with some of this shit. And it's just like, I guess you just never get used to it in a weird way, you know, mm-hmm. I think. You know, you just, I mean, and, and and I'm sure now I'm more, I'm way, I'm, of course, I'm more mature or whatever, but it's just, you never you just feel how you feel your whole life you're never like i am an adult or whatever i don't know but maybe you are yeah. maybe, when you, maybe when you're maybe when you're parents but uh, no. I, like, I
0: like that you are so worried that we are adults <laughs> oh no you have like a house you have kids you have family and doing stuff and all that
1: stuff and i'm just saying like i i personally i'm kind of like i feel so far removed from the idea of adulthood that i had when i was a kid and and then i'm just like okay but but that idea is kind of meaningless, you know, in a way, it like, is. or it's kind of like what I thought it was. I built it up so much more in my head than what it actually is, than what it is. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, the two it, things are the same.
0: And we, we've been <laughs> together since we were kids. Right. right. Yeah. So right, we, true. and we've grown up together. So, I mean, in a lot of ways, I still feel like a young, yeah, you know, 20 year old guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Of course. I'm just a 20 year old with a fucking house and salt and pepper. That's hair. pretty sick, actually. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You'd be a 20
1: year old with a house? Yeah. yeah. What are you, a, a vine star? Yeah, I'm like a TikTok millionaire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take like it easy, Bam Margera. I, don't know I keep referencing him. <laughs> All right, but that's definitely a third eye chakra unlock. I really like that answer a lot. Yeah. Um, that's going to, if anybody asks for an example that's coming up one. soon, yeah. that's going to be a good example. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right. People. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, Ansley, All right. take it away.
2: Last chakra, your can't crown chakra. Mm. All right, so this is a two-parter. What is one thing you can't give up, and why? It's the first part. And what would giving it up mean?
1: Uh, what what can't I give up, and why? Um, what can't I give up? What can I give up? Uh, I probably could not give up watching movies. I'm I'm really into movies. Uh, because I hate reality and I like you know, I like <laughs> stories. Um, yeah, I guess giving up giving up like fiction and yeah, because it's like I've I've outgrown a lot of like nerdy stuff that I was super into, but I'm still a hardcore nerd about like movies and stuff like that. And uh, I think it's just because like I don't know why I just like have like there's something like uh, embedded in me that's, that's like obsessed like watching everything that comes out and like all this stuff. I think because probably means I want to make. Movies, actually, to a broader extent, it feels like comedy is something I can't fucking give up, despite like every. Like, there's so many things I'm like, my life would improve in X ways if I could just give up on wanting to be an entertainer, but I think it's just because there's just something in you that needs to like be creative or something, right? Yeah. So uh, is that a boring answer? No, no, no,
0: no. But before you move on to the second part, I didn't want to question. say
1: drinking because that'd be sad.
0: <laughs> Multiple people have said really? that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right.
1: I'll say drinking too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because drinking is awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, take that. Siskel. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you? Uh, what are some of the nerdy things that you did give up and kept? Movies and drinking. And
1: Pokemon <laughs> cards. Uh, I was. Really, I collected Pokemon cards. I used to collect movies. I guess. But I used to like collect DVDs too. I used to read comic. Like comic books.
2: See so if you have kids, you get to relive all that.
1: stuff. Oh, I right. can't awesome. wait. We're back. All right, we're we'll back. I'm not
0: collecting them. I'm getting them for my
2: son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got some Pokemon. Let me cars. open that for you. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs>
1: sick Charizard holographic. <Yeah.
2: laughs> yeah, and you're just super put this awesome. This one in the pack. Yeah. Yeah. You're super awesome because you can like name them all, and you can like really impress kids. Oh hell yeah, yeah. that's great. Well,
1: that's what's so cool. I was, I was telling Sydney earlier, that's what's. Kind of fun about Pokemon still being a big thing. Like, yeah. When I was a kid, it was a big thing. It looks like it's still a big thing. So that's like, yeah. hopefully they hold out for when I have kids in like <laughs>
0: 30,
1: 40 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I now, know what
0: happens. Did, uh, when did you stop collecting Pokemon? How old were you when you stopped collecting Pokemon cards?
1: I was kind of a holdout. I think I was like 13. I think it was like middle school and someone yeah. told me it was gay. And I was like, oh, you're right, actually. It's yeah. uh, yeah, pretty good. It's yeah. decent. Yeah. 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 I was a hold for a lot. I was like I, was, I feel like I was always like 3 years behind my when my friends were like that's stupid. Yeah. I'm like yeah, you're right actually.
0: <laughs> what was the longest nerdy thing that you hung on to and also still let go? Uh
1: maybe posting on message boards, but maybe that was just cuz it was replaced by social media. I used to like post on a lot of message boards and forums and stuff when I was a kid. Uh, I posted on a Homestar Runner forum. <laughs> I posted on a Simpsons forum. Uh those are my big two. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe it's just, it's just all on social media, so now everyone basically does that. But at the time, it was a very nerdy thing to do, and I spent way too much time doing it. But I did it, like, through high school, and I think I might have even checked in on it a little bit in college, which is very funny.
0: <laughs> so, Homestar Runner is pretty good. Yeah, uh, that was a great show. Now, so what would giving up those things mean? You could pick either one or all three, uh, comedy, movies, or drinking. What would giving up those things mean to you?
1: Uh... Comedy would probably mean moving, moving out of New York and like getting a real job, or mo- or staying in New York, but just like really focusing on my career and like getting like a really good job or something like that. Um, yeah, and just focus on like making money and like or and or even on my personal life and all. You know, focus more on like, uh, yeah, just like making a lot of money and having a family or something like that. Just just a total, totally different lifestyle and just like more traditional, I would say uh movies man i don't even know what i would do without that movie I, I really think that might be number, my number one because i'm like well I, I just don't know what i would do i guess i just go on the computer all the time and just google <laughs> and just spend more time just like browsing the internet i guess
2: is it all types of movies or do you have a specific genre that you're
1: i'm really into like crime movies thriller movies mob movies but i like i watch everything even like yeah i'll watch like stupid stupid shit all, all the time um I love seventies movies too. Seventies and nineties are my two favorite decades for movies. I think. Love, okay. sc- love Scorsese. Love um, Paul Schrader. He's great. Those guys. Um, and I think drinking. If if I gave it up, I'd probably lose some weight. And honestly, I'll probably all benefits. But what I would lose out on, I really like kind of like hanging out at bars with people. I do think I do get like a big kick out of that. And a lot of like activities around drinking are very fun. Like I like going to concerts. I like I like or shows. I like being drunk. I like being drunk. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, do I like this band, or I just want to get drunk somewhere? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It would definitely be like a big lifestyle shift because a lot of my activities are kind of centered around, like, not centered around, but I feel like I'll go out and do stuff, and the drinking will be a plus, a part of it. You know, I'm like, if I was doing, would I? Uh, sometimes I think to myself, would I do this, these kinds of same things if I just wasn't drinking? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I don't think that's the case, but maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> I would definitely, I'd probably not go to another music festival again <laughs> if I stopped drinking.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we did it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Those are all the questions. Robbie, how do you feel? Do you feel enlightened? How do you feel?
1: <sighs> I, f- I do feel enlightened, I think. I think I'm enlightened. I don't actually feel that (laughs)
0: much. Yeah, but how? I mean, since you don't normally talk about this kind of stuff, like, how do you feel? uh,
1: It actually feels good. I mean, I I feel like I, I, you know, I it was it it was good to get a little more vulnerable, you know. But I've done, yeah, no, that it it, it was good. It was good. I've definitely done like WTF Marin style podcasts that like weirdly felt bad after I did it, but this was this was a fun one. This was good.
0: Hell yeah, good. We'll take that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that is it, and of course. Uh, check out Robbie's podcast, Young Guns. Check out his comedy show where he's co-headlining with Mike Figs in October. And jump on our Patreon because we're about to hop on the Patreon. And we're going to unlock Robbie's shadow self for Ooh. enlightenment purposes. Mm-hmm. And again, One dollar. On the Patreon, gets you all of our exclusive content, which includes the counter to this podcast, which we call Two Jack Pros After Dark, because that's where we enlighten the dark side of each guest. And we also do some fight commentary and analysis on Anzley's jujitsu matches that she has, as well as some stand-up stuff that you see. It's a lot of stuff there. One dollar. All of our exclusive content. Get there. Other than that, we love you guys. Thank you for all the support. Thank you. Bye. We're out.
2: To Jack Rose To Jack Rose